Hello, everyone, and happy Tuesday. It's 6 o'clock. You know what that means. It's Fantasy Football Talk. I am your host, AJ Alvarado. I'm here joined with Reed, and we might get Vincent joining in later on. It's going to be a lot of fun today because today we're talking about wide receivers. And I did not know how scarce good wide receivers are until I was making this list. I was in probably the third or fourth pick, and I was like, okay, wait, this guy's way too high. I'm going to drop him a little bit lower. And I was going through the, the motion. I was like, okay, wait. I can't. Literally, there, there is no player that I, I could put in this place. Uh, Vincent, welcome in. You, you're right on time for some fantasy football talk. We're talking wide receivers. Um, but before we get into that, we do have some big announcements. Uh, we got Julio Jones joining the uh, – I was about to say the Atlanta Falcons – joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know Reed's okay with it. Vince ain't too happy with it. Um, that changes everything, you guys. So, obviously, Julio Jones is number one on our list for fantasy football wide receivers. I'm just kidding. Don't don't, don't <laughs> nope. think too much about it, okay? Julio Jones is not the player that he once was, and it hurts me to say because I do respect the heck out of that player, but don't think too much about it. But, yeah, good news for Julio Jones, good news for Tom Brady. Um, so, congratulations to them. But we also got another uh, big load of news coming in. We had something that's been working in uh, in the works for quite a while uh, it, it has to do with Reed. So, Reed, why don't you you kick it off? Let us know. All right, guys. So, you guys all know I'm a big Green Bay fan, and these guys just don't let me talk about the Packers very much at all. They always shut me down. I always say, hey, say, guys, look at this uh, Packers news. Kirk Benkert just got cut. I'm so sad. Who's this third-string quarterback? They're, they're so mean to me, guys. And I just want to talk more about the Packers. So, we are launching something very – Tomorrow, actually, we're launching it. Not so pro Packers talk. I'll be covering just me. Sometimes maybe these guys might chime in. I don't think they're, they're very interested, though. Um, but I'm going to be going. I'm going to be posting a video every single Wednesday at 5 p.m. So stay posted for that on the NSP channel. Not so pro Packer talk. Well, I'll be talking more about the Packers, uh, what's happening, who, who what you should be looking in for, all that stuff. Um, if you guys are excited about that, make sure you tune in. Leave a like for that video. Maybe one day these guys will launch uh, not so pro Niners talk. Maybe Seahawks talk. Maybe one day we're not. We're not. It, we'll see if this goes well. Um, but I'm very excited about it. I get to talk more about Packers. And if you guys are like, oh, I don't care about the Packers, guys. At the end of the day, as long as Aaron Rodgers is on the team, they're going to be a team, a team you want to know about. Um, so. If you're not that interested in the Packers, maybe tune in, see what you can learn. Um, and at the end of the day, if you don't like them, then you can just trash talk me in the chats. I'm down for it. At the end of the day, you guys want to check out this show. It's going to be awesome. Reed has a lot of great knowledge about the Packers. I know I don't care too much to hear about all that kind of stuff, but you know what? It's always great to learn about other teams, and this is the place to do it. So tune in. Wednesdays, you have Reed uh, talk about the Packers. Now, let's get right into wide receivers, okay? We're going to start off with number one down, okay? Because I don't like going from top to uh, from bottom to top. It's just not right to me. Everyone knows who number one is, okay? It doesn't matter if you're playing a PPR league, a half PPR, or no PPR at all. This guy named Cooper Cup is going to be wide receiver one, the first wide receiver off the draft in any draft. And if they don't do it, that's a load of baloney, okay? Well, maybe not because uh, number two is pretty darn close. But Cooper Cup, he had a phenomenal year, a, a record, almost a record-breaking year last year. He had uh, 145 receptions, almost 2,000 yards, and 16 touchdowns. 
that sounds like Jerry Rice material right there. Now, that is awesome. Now, when you're talking about fantasy football, you want this guy on your team. I know what some people are saying. Oh, but they have Allen Robinson. Uh, he's going to take away reception. So what? They had they had Robert Woods last year. They, they had uh, they uh, Odell. they had Od- Odell last year. It's opening up by them leaving. It's opening up almost two hundred receptions for them to gain. Allen Robinson, if he had a, a similar year to what he had last year, he's not going to get any of those receptions. Okay, don't worry about it. Cooper Cup is the guy. They want to repeat. They want to go back. It. They have a, a very strong, healthy team. They're going to be feeding Cooper Cup. It's it's a no brainer. Uh, you should get this guy, probably your third, fourth overall pick. Yeah, um, I definitely agree that you should be picking this guy number one if you're in the number one spots. Um, he's gonna be, he's gonna put up insane numbers again. Now I don't, I definitely don't think he's gonna repeat what he did last year. To him repeating what he did last year is just that that would be insane. Um, you guys, you gotta start putting him like the greatest of all time if he if he does something like this again. Um, but I definitely think he will put up very good numbers, one of the best numbers in the league. Um, so I definitely think he's worth uh, uh, the f- being with the first wide receiver taken off the board. Um, so if you have one of those early picks, definitely take it on Copper Coop. Copper Coop. Yep, Copper Coop. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, remember that, Reed. Yeah, that was always. A fun night. Wasn't uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, just like I said yesterday, uh, the Rams and their offense are high-powered passing offense. So, of course, a Copper Coop is going to get all the receptions. I don't care who else they have there. Whether it, Odell comes back midway in the season, uh, Cup is just going to be the guy to go to with that offense. And Stafford, it doesn't look like he's slowing down either. He's going to be slinging it every time. Uh, what's up, Israel? You said, in my opinion, I don't think the Rams are good enough. I agree. Well, we agree, too, yeah. Agree. Me and AJ agree very hard wholeheartedly but <laughs> they were the last uh, super bowl champions just a few months back uh felt, felt like a few months back but it's been so long uh but yeah so we got to give them the respect where it is uh but we'll see how they do the season but of course uh cooper cup is someone to get just like these guys said right now he's there in the first round you got one of those first picks and everybody's going running back shake it up get that number one wide receiver that's right. Uh, thank you for joining in, Israel. Appreciate you being here live. I do want to say happy belated birthday. It oh, was yeah, Israel's birthday, birthday uh, a few days ago, so happy belated. Uh, hope you're enjoying life to the fullest, my friend. Uh, good luck in your fantasy leagues. Stay tuned because number two, we have a dude, a bad, bad dude that by next year, but by the, the route he's going, he might be the best wide receiver in the league by next year or in two years from now. Forget it. It's next year. He's going to be the best wide receiver in the league next year. I'm talking about Justin Jefferson. This guy, he had a year two last year. Amazing numbers. Just right under Copper Coop or Cooper Cup, whatever you want to call him. Uh, He finished with 1,600 yards and 10 touchdowns. And he goes up to the media and says, quote, unquote, I'll say after this year, I'll be the best receiver in the NFL, and I'm 100% on board. I believe it 100%, and I don't know why. You you know how when people say you can't choose the people you love, right? Well, it (laughs) applies almost almost the same way in football, okay? I can't help the team that I really like this year, and I really like the Minnesota Vikings. I really do. I think they're going to have a great season. They have a great schedule besides the Packers, okay? I'll give you that read besides the Packers, but they are – amazing uh, statistically and on the paper. I have a lot of high hopes for them. 
And I think Justin Jefferson is going to prove to everyone why he said that he's going to be the best after this year because he will be the best. Yeah, 100%. Justin Jefferson is that guy. He can totally uh, be that guy. I'm glad we're getting uh, AJ's uh, thoughts on Justin Jefferson after he missed uh, the last episode on Monday. Um, but um, I, Justin Jefferson is a guy that I really wish didn't play for the Vikings. Um, I hate hearing his name every single time he scores a big touchdown on the Packers because uh, it always happens. It's probably going to happen again this year. Hopefully we can limit him uh, when the Packers play him. But, geez, um, he's great. Uh, with what quarterback? Hey, Kirk Cousins ain't the flashiest guy out there. But at the end of the day, he puts out yards. He puts up good, good decent numbers. Uh, he's not the flashiest guy out there. Um, but, I mean, I think he – wasn't he uh, – no, he wasn't rated higher than Dak, was he? Uh, no, not in Madden. No, not but in Madden. for fantasy-wise, he was rated way higher than Dak Prescott. Jeez. And I do want to say this, okay? Pay attention to this. Um, I'm not I'm not throwing any shade at Dak, okay? I'm not. He just didn't have <laughs> a, the greatest season last year. I'm pretty sure you could agree with that, Israel. I got a lot of respect for, for Dak Prescott. But Kirk Cousins, when it's not a primetime game, when it's not Monday night football, not Sunday night football, mm-hmm. this guy balls. He's yep. an elite football player. But whenever the cameras are on him, whenever it, the main focus is on him, for some reason, he just throws. He throws the game. I, I don't yeah. know what, what's, what goes on, but it, mm-hmm. it's so weird. I, I hate seeing it because I like Kirk Cousins. Um, but, but, yeah, it, it's just a weird scenario. I think he's a really good QB, though. And for fantasy, he's always a top 10. Yeah, so man. What what is, what is he on Sunday Night Football? Like zero and nine, something, something like that. It's, it's bad. Really, really, it's really bad. It, really I bad. I don't understand. <laughs> oh my gosh, maybe he sold his soul, right? Whereas like you got to pick one where you're good in primetime games, but you <laughs> suck at regular. Games. <laughs> um, but whatever. I think Kirk Cousins is great. Israel, I see that you put CD Lamb. On your opinion, where would you rank CD Lamb on the fantasy football rankings? Let us know down in the comments. No, nah, man. Just getting back to Justin Jefferson real fast. Uh, I just want to say that the Vikings have not had a good record in a long time. But Justin Jefferson came in. And even though the Vikings went 8-9, and nine, he still put up these monster numbers of 1,600 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, that's insane. And now he's, I mean, he's barely even been in the league for what? This is going to be his second year, third year? The third year, yeah, this third is year, third right? Year. Yeah, uh-huh. I knew he wasn't a rookie, but yeah, his third year, and he's already putting up monster numbers like that at his size and his frame. Uh, he's nothing like anything like size wise compared to DK, but he's super fast and he's super agile and he's a great route runner, so that's where his advantage is. And he's obviously the number two, uh, here for the wide receivers in fantasy football talk. Nice, nice. Um, by the way, for those of y'all who uh, don't know or are not very experienced in fantasy football, if you watch our running back video or if you haven't, I highly recommend to go watching that. Um, for some chance, whatever, if you're in a beginner league where you draft Justin Jefferson early and then you have a chance at Dalvin Cook in the second round, I would highly stray away from that because they are on the same team and they do have the same bye week. So you will struggle for, for a week or, or two. So just, just, Caution there, okay? Uh, I know a lot of people don't follow these rules, but it matters throughout the league or throughout the season. Going on to number three. This is a guy who I had trouble with. I was uh, I like him a lot, big fan, but I didn't want to rank him this high. Then you look at all the other wide receivers, and you're just like, he has to be there. 
Jamar Chase, Cincinnati Bengals, connection with Joe Cool, Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty, whatever you want to call him. That connection is unreal, but you got to believe it because it puts up numbers. Jamar Chase didn't even share the, most of the receptions last year. It wasn't even him. But he's a guy that Joe Burrow likes, and he will try to give him the ball as much as he can, and he is so talented that he will find his way into the end zone. His yak yards is phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. I, it's just I like Jamar Chase and the Joe Burrow connection. I think it's there. And I think you got to draft him high, it, it first round high. It sounds a little crazy, but first round high is where I'll draft Jamar Chase. You're you're muted. <laughs> I thought it was, my bad. I, I clicked it back. Uh, I thought um, I was. I'm with AJ. I thought that Jamar Chase shouldn't be this high. As soon as I saw AJ send us a list, I was like, Jamar Chase number three. Oh, come on, AJ's AJ's drinking that Jamar Chase juice. I, I don't I, I don't know about this guy. Uh, and then I started looking like on the like other. Okay, let me see who else could be um, up there uh, be better than Jamar Chase. And I started looking at all the all the other um, um, wide receivers and like, okay, that guy may be maybe. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, maybe Jamar Chase is that guy. Maybe he is this guy who can put up these insane numbers on. Uh, all the time. Uh, my biggest concern right now with drafting him that high is because we've only seen one year. Um, there's no saying that oh, 100% he's going to be the same guy this next year. Um, there's going to be a lot more attention on him this next year. A lot of teams, maybe last year, weren't putting as many uh, attention on him. Uh, secondaries weren't that worried about him. Maybe this year that they start focusing on him, start double coveraging him, etc., and he's not able to put those yards up. We'll have to see. I, I'm a big believer in Jamar Chase. I think he can do it. But I am a little bit uh, – I, I still think I – can't, I can't say that he's not number three. Um, but I would say it, you should be a little bit uh, wary about taking him at number three wide receiver. Yeah, man, that, that's exactly what I was going to say, Reed. I, I think it's going to be hard to foresee him. Uh, maybe not so much – getting the same numbers that he had is I think it was like four, 1400 yards and shoot. I don't know how many touchdowns, uh, 13. 13, 13 touchdowns, which is very good. Uh, Cause that's more very good. Very, very good. Uh, but the thing is just like, how is he going to replicate it? I know that right now the Bengals are working on their O line, but everybody's working on their defense. And especially in the, in the divisions for the AFC, like everybody's working hard on their defenses. Now everywhere is stacked. So th- that's going to be the hard part. It's going to be how he matches up against those defenses and how much time Joe Burrow has, even though they're quote unquote working on their line. Uh, I felt like, I think he was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the, in the league this past year. So I don't see why it wouldn't get worse for him with all the defensive uh, minded coaches that are over there on the AFC side now. Uh, but uh, in my opinion, I would have maybe put him at four or five just because I'm a little bit hesitant. But again, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are the two guys that can surprise us out of nowhere whenever they want. So uh, it's it's pretty good to put him at three. But uh, just to be safe, I would say four or five with him. 
Yeah, it's real hesitant, but they did reinforce the offensive line. So I am super excited about them. Joe Mix is going to have a great year as well. But I do have a question for the audience here. Leave it down in the comments below. They have another wide receiver that could be considered in the top 10, if not for sure the top 12. Uh, let us know who that wide receiver is, okay? If you guys get it right, applause, I'll let you know, okay? But uh, going on to number four, <laughs> I kind of lost myself there. Going on to number four. I'm kind of stuck here, okay? I'm stuck. I'm stuck. But I'm going to stick with this dude, okay? I've drafted this dude uh, for the past two years, and I liked him a lot since he came from Minnesota. I'm talking about Stefan Diggs with the Buffalo Bills. I know they lost Emmanuel Sanders. They lost Cole Beasley. Uh, you know, are you Gabriel Davis believers? Oh, he's going to get the most receptions because they're going to double cover Stefan Diggs. Ah, don't give me that. Josh Allen is going to come out there, have an MVP year. I was looking at them just like the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC. In the AFC side, I see the Buffalo Bills. I really like them. I think they'll have a very successful season. It's very hard to see them losing a game. Uh, even if they're playing, um, even if they're playing, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs or 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 the Chargers or any of those teams, I see the Bills coming out on top. And Josh Allen will find that connection with Stefan Diggs. He is a high performer. He's going to go out there. He's going to be elite like he always is. I, I think that's a strong selection. Very, very strong selection. He will be seeing the majority of the, the receptions. Um, I, I'm very torn here, AJ. Uh, we'll reveal who AJ put Stefan Diggs above um, in our Nets uh, ranking right here at number five. But for Stefan Diggs, I love Stefan Diggs, dude. He's, he's such a X factor. He can... Uh, he can still he's still got that speed. He can blow at the top of a defense a lot of times. Um, and Josh Allen's got the arms to give him the ball. Um, but my problem with him, as far as fantasy, is his touchdowns. Um, I don't have the stats on me exactly right now, but he doesn't usually have like ten plus touchdowns, if I'm correct. Uh, I believe last year he had like eight or something. Um, he had, and he had ten touchdowns. He had ten touchdowns last year. Okay, yeah. but I just don't see him as a touchdown monster, in my opinion, and he's just getting older and older. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I can put him above this other guy, unfortunately, even though I want to. Yeah, man, I'm just looking at how long he's been in the league. It's crazy. I didn't know he was in the league since 2015. Yep. Uh, that's insane. Uh, it doesn't feel like he's been here that long, but again, it's because everybody really knows him about being on the Bills. Uh, he used to be a monster for the Vikings, but now they have Justin Jefferson to fill that role when he left a few years before that. Uh, but Stefan Diggs is good. I just never really like am enticed by him. Uh, like Reed said, sometimes he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns, but my thing is he doesn't get the ball a lot. He, he gets the ball with a lot of like post routes and, uh, when he goes on a streak and stuff like that, he's he's like a uh, he's a what's what's that guy's name? He's a Deshaun Jackson type of guy. Uh, that's that's who I think of him when Deshaun Jackson was super good in his prime. He's that guy that can go anywhere and he's going to be that long ball guy for you. But he's always going to catch it pretty much. And he's not a very big guy either, but he's fast and he's shifty. So that's to his advantage. But he's not a yards after catch kind of guy. He gets the ball, usually runs out of bounds. He gets the ball, he gets hit, and he goes down. Uh, so in my opinion, the guy that we have after this uh, would be my number four. But uh, 
with fantasy purposes, maybe Stefan Diggs can get better because Josh Allen is definitely going to get better. So we'll see what happens during the season. But let's get to number five. What's up, Nestor? Appreciate you being here. I do want to back myself up a little bit. The only reason why I put this guy above another dude, um, why I put him at number four, is because I think he is probably one of the safest options in the wide receiver position. He is amongst one of the top of the most consistent fantasy players since he joined the league. And consistency is key with me. And do I think he's a better athlete than this following dude? I don't think so. But I like consistency in my fantasy team. Number five, I have Devontae Adams, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, from going from one Hall of Fame QB going to another Hall of Fame QB, Derek Carr. I'm pretty sure they're going to find that that Fresno State connection very quickly. I think it's going to be at least by the second or third week in the NFL. I think it's going to be amazing. He is clearly the wide receiver one there. He is the best, one of the best wide receivers in the league, if not the best. He's going to get, he's going to demand a lot of attention from any defense there. Okay. I haven't seen what Derek Carr can do with Devontae Adams in the NFL. This is why I put Stefan Diggs above Devontae Adams because I know what I'm going to get with Stefan Diggs. I know it's a safe route. I know it's going to be consistently a top five wide receiver. Devontae Adams, he could be a top 10 wide receiver or he could be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. I do not know what we're going to get from him. And that's why I have him as low as number five. All right. Um, I, I'm, I'm very torn on Devontae Adams on who, who I, where I think he's going to land this year. Um, I, I think obviously, uh, it's, it's very easy to say that he shouldn't do as well because Derek Carr is a downgrade from Aaron Rodgers. Whatever you want to say about Derek Carr, whatever you think of as a quarterback, he is a downgrade from Aaron Rodgers. And that's just fact. Um, and, uh, there's, there's an adjustment that needs to be made. Um, they got to get on timing on all that stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, Devonte Adams is one, a playmaker and a touchdown machine. Um, you just get the ball in his hands, whether if it's a screen, just a quick slant, whatever he's, a, he can make, get yards after the catch. He can make moves. He can break tackles. He's able to do the, do that type of stuff. And that's why I think sets Devonte Adams apart from a lot of other receivers. Um, and then today he's been one of the biggest uh, touchdown receivers, uh, catchers, whatever you whatever you call it, um, in the past six years. Um, he's had ten uh, touchdowns uh, out of the last six seasons. Uh, dude's a monster. Um, he was obviously doing that with Aaron Rodgers, but I think if you if Derek Carr can just get it ball into Devontae Adams' hands, uh, Devontae Adams will get you points on your fantasy team. Yeah, I agree with Reed. I think Devontae Adams is going to be that red zone guy. Uh, Hunter Renfro was pretty good at that with his stylus route lately, but uh, they didn't really punch it into the end zone quite often as much as you think with the guys that they have. They had Darren Waller, they had Josh Jacobs, and then, of course, they had Hunter Renfro. Uh, but the one who had the most touchdowns, surprisingly, I believe was Darren Waller. Uh, but of course he's such a big body uh, so it's easier for him to get in there but Devontae Adams is a big body faster guy quicker on his feet very agile and he runs very crisp routes as we saw when he was with Rodgers just the big thing that we always talk about is how Derek Carr is going to get the ball to him and how often he's going to get the ball to him so uh, what I think is Devontae Adams is going to get a lot of receptions but it's like, how many is he going to get? Is he going to get 123 like he did with the Packers? Or is he going to get like 100, 
95, you know, just because they have Hunter Renfro. They have Josh Jacobs, who is also a pretty good catching back. He had 50 receptions this past season. And then they have Darren Waller. And now they have Demarcus Robinson from – he used to play with the Kansas City Chiefs when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, so they have a lot of guys to throw the ball to. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, how many receptions is he going to get? So how <laughs> – how uh, how reliable is he for fantasy options in a PPR league? <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion. And I know I said I like consistency. Uh, I I did go back in 2019 with Aaron Rodgers. He was the number two wide receiver for fantasy in 2020 with Aaron Rodgers. He was number four wide receiver for fantasy. And in 2021 with Aaron Rodgers, he was number five wide receiver for fantasy and now he's going to a different system a system that he is not familiar with with a quarterback that he might be familiar with four or five years ago but now it's a complete different story you don't have the best quarterback in the league you have a good quarterback some might say elite but I I I still don't think he would finish higher than five in, in this in this in the system, especially going in, in that division with, with, uh, with the yeah, AFC North. No, I agree, man. It, it's just hard. Oh, we got Israel back here. He says, I choose car any day, better QB, better arm. Oh, that's, uh, I don't know. About Rogers? That. I don't is, know. Is he, who's he referring here? I think that's who he's referring to. <laughs> uh, this you, you know me, I'm a big Derek Carr guy and is not that, when I said that Devontae Adams could be the wide receiver one for fantasy, I, I'm still backing that up. But it's not because he, he's a better QB. I'm saying it's okay. I say it's a because he's a better connection with Devontae Adams. That's what I like. But we don't know if it's going to translate to the NFL. We have not seen that yet. I mean, in, in a stacked uh, division there like that uh, with the Chiefs, uh Lewis is at the Broncos and uh, I don't know. Can't, I can't think of it, but they, they have a stacked division. The AFC is all stacked now. Uh, they don't have an easy schedule like uh, the NFC East does every year, but um, I mean, they're, they're just going to have trouble. So in my opinion, they just have so many options to throw to there. It's, it's going to be hard for them to really replicate what Devonte Adams and Rogers had. Yeah. Very hard, especially the, with that elite running game that Packers do have with that double stack, double head, Quadzilla and Aaron Jones. Uh, I love Josh Jacobs a lot. Uh, I love Kenyon Drake. I don't think Kenyon Drake's going to be on the team this year, but uh, Josh Jacobs, he's one hell of a player. Uh, we'll get a lot of receptions, but yeah, it's just not it. I appreciate you guys. As you could tell, wide receivers are becoming more scarce and harder to pick from. So if you would like to see an extended video of our back-end wide receivers top 10 or a top 15, let us know. We'll extend our uh, our list because there are still a few wide receivers on there that I really do like. Like, for example, I didn't even mention Devo Samuel. And last year he finished as, what, wide receiver two for fantasy? Not going to be the case this year, and I, I, I'm ready to admit that. Uh, but yeah, if you guys like that, let us know down in the comments. Reed, do you want to remind everyone about your announcement? Yeah, guys. Uh, if you weren't here at the beginning of the podcast, uh, we do are we are launching a new show with me as the host at, of Not So Pro Packer Talk. So make sure you guys tune in for that. 
Um, it's going to be awesome. I'll be talking all things Packers. So whether you hate the Packers or you like the Packers, um, this would be a good time to learn what's going on with the organization. We're going to be talking about not as big headline stuff, but, you know, like uh, smaller things that we wouldn't be talking on this show because we just don't have the time covering all 32 teams. So um, let me know how it goes in the comments. Leave a like. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Um, it's going to be awesome. And, yeah, just check it out tomorrow, 5 p.m. on Wednesdays. Nice. Thank you all, everyone, for uh, who joined in today live. If you guys want some more fantasy talk, let us know. Uh, appreciate it. I know Nestor's super excited. He's like, I'll talk Green Bay. Uh, we're excited about it, too. We're going to be tuning in. Won't be there live with Reed. Uh, it's going to be his own deal. Um, Ooh, look Pete. at that. Pete De La Pena. Where the oh, hell have you been, my guy? He's I missed him, too. He says, we need some NSP Dallas Cowboy talk, Reed. Hey, if you guys uh, give me some good views on my not-so-pro uh, Packer talk, then I'll maybe think about it, okay? You know what? The, the majority of our audience are, are Cowboys fans. If if they're willing to to watch and stay consistent with these uh, isolated team shows, then I will legit dig deep. Do my research. Un- unbiased. You know, unbiased. Unbiased opinions. unbiased opinions. Do my research. Get 100%. film because I'm going to get that NFL plus. I could get NFL film and mm-hmm. I will di- di- digest all of this cowboy information and I will talk about the Cowboys 24-7 if I have to. If you guys are that serious about it, I will do 100%. It. I agree. All for the fans, baby. All, all, for, for, fans. all for you guys because the majority of you guys are Cowboys fans. You know, yep. and a lot of people think that we, we bash on the Cowboys too much. We really don't. But we'll I, I do it. We can do a lot worse. We can do a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I should have said, no, Reed, you stopped yourself. <laughs> I, I, okay? I, you didn't say that. I said I could. Uh, honestly, that is another thing on the work semester. I do want to talk about the 49ers. You know me, once I, I start going, I cannot stop. And I got a lot of great information about the Niners from big to small news to, to what I expect. I remember everyone, I said it here on this podcast. I told everyone the Niners will draft Trey Lance. I think he is the, a great QB on the list. And Cal Shanahan really likes it. Nobody believed in me. Did you guys believe it? it, it no one believed in me. And what did they do? I, I could have been a millionaire if I bet it a dollar on it like come on man um i i know what's up uh pete says sorry man i've been missing the shows i'm back though talk about them cowboys 24 7 i'll be there every episode you know what done it's in the works we'll work on it and we'll get it done and by the way since we have you guys here we are working on an nsp fantasy football league so if you guys are interested or you guys do not have a group of friends that play fantasy football i know pete was asking me some questions last year so if you are interested in joining the league just for fun uh for kicks whatever we'll, we'll have a prize up there for whoever wins uh but just letting you guys know if there's enough spots available if we join you guys are not winning whatsoever <laughs> so if you guys do want to join or interested we already have some uh, slots filled out. Let us know for the NSP Fantasy Football League. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's just to hang out, you know, take our advice, take our money. I, I don't know. I don't, we haven't finalized any details. So we will keep on uh, uh, keeping you guys updated if we do get enough players. But, uh, Nestor, you're going to get kicked out of here. Okay, don't ever do that again. But thank you guys so much for joining in. And until next time, keep on grinding.